Wow, the new year is almost upon us, and we all want to be better people. Many folks make New Year's resolutions, you know, the things they hope to accomplish in the new year. Here's a twist. How about some things you don't want to do in the new year? And stay tuned because you can learn how your church could get a $200 donation just for streaming with us. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, it's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Episode number 365. Uh, at least if you're keeping score at home using Apple. Uh, Steve We got a Lacey. year's worth. We got a year's worth, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's only we, taken us, what, about 12, 14 years? Yeah, we, you know, I keep saying this. I know everybody's tired of hearing it, but we've done more than that. We've, yeah. uh, we just I guess we got more than a year's worth. But We got lots more. Uh, since we've uh, been publishing on Apple, that's yeah. a year. Yeah. 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 A year's worth. Yeah. I just gave you, I just sent a picture over to you, uh, uh, happy birthday. Today is Steve Lacey's birthday, folks. Thank you. I just uh, found an old picture of you and I setting up a camera somewhere at uh, one of the campuses that we had. Yeah, the, to do this yeah. this session. Yeah. We yeah. called it a Thursday night yeah. stream. What was it? We streamed I don't know. It. We didn't call it a video podcast, but that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Uh, it was live. We We did it live. And then we also and we had guests had similar format. Yeah, I actually yeah. dug one of those up not too long. I don't know how it showed up on YouTube or something. One that was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, and I started listening to it, and yeah. I was like, "We did a pretty good job. We did a really decent job." Yeah. Normally, you look back on stuff and you go, "Oh my gosh, this is this is really bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I think you know we've been doing a good job over the years. I think we do a very good job. So. um we are in uh, kind of mid-December here at the time we're recording this, and we're heading into a brand new year. 2023 is coming up. Can you believe that? It's almost here. A couple so, weeks. I know, a couple weeks. So, you know, I was thinking as I was blogging, we have a blog, and you can go to it anytime you want, blog.streamingchurch.tv. So I, I do most of the blogging, and I was thinking, all right, what should we blog about? It's, it's almost January, and most people – you know, a lot of people consider New Year's resolutions, right? And um, I like to do intentions, not resolutions, but I do intentions. But <laughs> but I was thinking in my brain, okay, what could we do? Well, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions. Let's do something a little different. Let's talk about some things that you may want to do differently in 2023 or uh, not do at all. These are things you don't want to do in 2023. I like that whole twist. You these are things you yeah. don't want to do in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is uh, targeted towards people in ministry, pastoral work and volunteers. But really, even if you're not working with a church or volunteering with church, a lot of the stuff you can apply to your own life. So shall we jump into it? Yes. All right. So then these are the top 10 things to not do in 2023. Number one is do not allow ministry to take important time away from your family. Yeah. It's so easy. You know, I, I was, I think it's well known now that I've been, did ministry for over four decades. Mike makes fun of me because I'm so old, but 
uh, it's easy to feel justified, you know, like, oh, you know, we'll spend more time at the church and meet with that team leader or even a member during weird hours, you know, and it's easy to justify that because we're quote serving God and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it, it's easy to just fall into that trap. Like, well, you know, I'll serve God. And if I, as long as I serve God, he'll take care of my family. And I know people, I've been involved in ministry with people that have had that idea. Like, as long as I serve God, give it all to God, he'll take care of my family. Can I just say wrong? <laughs> well, we was it was last week, right? We interviewed uh, our guest, Lori, and her uh, her goal was to not marry a pastor. And I think it's for the same reason <laughs> yeah. that, you know, the pastor's married to the church. And a lot of times they they put the church first. Yeah, it's easy. I, I've done it. I did that. I, I did that, you know, many times. And and so I'm just telling you right now, don't allow it to take away the important time with your family. Probably your family is important. Can God take care of your family? Well, yeah, God can take care of your family. But look, he, you're the person in the family. You've got to cooperate. You've got to, you know, take time and spend quality time with your wife if you're married or your kids if you have them. All right, not, number. If you're not married, then go for it. I mean, that's kind of what some people think. That's what I Paul guess so, was saying. Yeah. Paul was saying that, that a lot of people think the Apostle Paul was talking about that. You know, like you, you shouldn't. He there was some comment in the scriptures, and you know, like maybe getting married isn't the best thing. But anyhow, we're good. We I digress. So uh, you know, important is your family. That's what's important. So do not allow ministry to take important time away from your family. Number two. Do not allow day-to-day matters to keep you from planning the most compelling sermon series possible. Yeah, you know, there's a lot that goes on with church life, and 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 Sundays are important. You know, there's other things that are very important too, other days of the week. But I think, you know, when you're getting up in front of people, you want to encourage them, inspire them. And it's easy, again, to get distracted during the week. And you get things that come up and pop up. And so they take away from the energy that you need to put into preparing a message, preparing a talk. Uh, I would assume a lot of pastors, I've not been in this position, but where they develop kind of internal structured stuff, because you don't want to be Saturday night finishing up a message, right? And so they're going to I would assume a lot of pastors put in place like, okay, office hours for off limit for everybody yeah. to talk to me between, you know, here and here. And, they, sh- they should. They should, but, but I, they don't. Huh? I know people that don't. I know pastors yeah. that don't. I know they're running around Saturday evening trying to get something together. Uh, I know these people that do that. I used to, when I was a senior pastor, I, I literally would, would uh, after the service was done, have lunch with my family, maybe, you know, have lunch with some uh, somebody from the church with my family. But then in the afternoon, I would, I would start working on the week. I would start working on the message coming up. And, uh, and I allude to this later in this list, but I, I literally would, Sunday was a work day. And so yeah. uh, again, I know it's exhausting. You, you're in front of people and after you're done, you want to eat and just crash on the couch or watch, yeah. you know, watch the Packers play or something, you know, and and uh, I just I found that it's much better to just keep on trucking. All right, well we'll get to that one. Days. Right? Yeah, take other That's days out So yeah. number three on our list yeah. is uh, do not allow time wasters people to pressure you into meeting with them during the week when you have more important priorities to accomplish. 
guess well, this is related, huh? You know, it's related, and, and, and you know, I'm going to get flack here for saying, well, you know, you, you're ignoring people. You're ignoring people. People are important in ministry, and so, you know, but, but look, there are, if you've been doing this as long as I have, you, you know that there are some people that, that, that waste your time. And so you've got to discern who those people are, and then maybe you can hand them off. I'm not saying you abandon them completely, but maybe hand them off to another leader in the church because you can be just chasing rabbits all day long. With certain I people. can imagine every ministry has their handful of these yeah. kind of people, right? Yeah. And and uh, again, you know, we're talking about prioritizing, prioritizing your life, prioritizing your schedule. And uh, there are just people that, you know, they, they need to be handed off to somebody else or they just need to, you know, I would have people and I was pretty cold hearted years ago, uh, not cold hearted now, of course. No, but, of course but, not. Uh, <laughs> I would, you know, I would give somebody counsel and I would meet them with them a couple times. And if they just didn't follow through with the counsel after a couple meetings, it's like, hey, come back and see me when you follow through with the things that we agreed upon. <laughs> you know, that you should be doing in your uh-huh. relationship or whatever it might be, uh, you know, you give them a couple chances, but hey, if they're not going to follow through and, and actually put into action some of the things that you have, have encouraged them to do, then, well, you know, sorry, Charlie. Yeah. All right. Number four, people have different policies on this one, but do not give out your cell phone number and private email address to people who shouldn't have them. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing that we've just mentioned. I mean, you can get distracted and people end up with your phone. And and by the way, some people, they'll just give it out to other people, you know. <laughs> uh emails aren't quite as drastic, you know, because I mean, if you get you're getting emails, you can always do something different with those, ignore them, whatever. And you can do the same thing with phone calls, I guess, but but the problem is they're just, you know, if, if your phone's always going off. Uh, it it can be annoying. It can be distracting. And again, it's it's it comes down to discerning, you know, who are the people that really should have access to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and who are the people that probably shouldn't. And again, I know I'm going to get some pushback on this. Like, well, everybody's important, and you want to make sure you're available to people. And there's ways to do that, you know, and 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 meet people's needs and without them draining you. And taking away from your family and and from the church, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, it can uh, it can definitely cause some issues. I think having that info. <laughs> I don't know if there's any pastors out there that have changed their cell phone. I'm sure they've changed their their email address because we run into those guys every day, right? <laughs> yeah, we, 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 you know, they don't want to hear from us. No, yeah, it, yeah, it's you know, it, and again, it, it, this is all about understanding what's important. And and um, and and again, I just want to emphasize: not saying people aren't important, but there are there's a time and a place uh, to have you know some relationship with some of these people. And again, maybe somebody else needs to be a pick up the ball. You know. Yeah. All right. Fun. So number five, you were talking about this one. Do not ignore planning your week's top five to six priorities on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, look, I know everybody's different, and I know schedules are different. So you know, you don't necessarily have to follow my lead here. As I mentioned earlier, I would work Sunday afternoons. You don't have to do that. But the bottom line is um, you're really, and I don't know if I, I think I have this a little bit later. Um, 
40 hours really should be enough. I mean, if you have to go a little longer than 40 hours, that's fine during the week, you know, to, to work on your messages, to, to do the, the, the things required of you as a pastor or, or an administrator or, you know, those mm-hmm. things, there's so, only so much time that you have in life. <laughs> and, and so, it, you know, don't just drain it all and then frantically try to get it done, you know, at the end of the week. And so, yeah. uh, you know, you it's- can try to put 16 hours in Saturday night or whatever. I mean, that's just, you know, this is, um, and the personalities will vary, but this is very much my style. I mean, or, or I aspire to this style, I guess, because I like to, I'm a list guy and, you know, putting the list together and I don't do the, um, you know, here's the top things I'm going to accomplish this week, but I have every day a list for every day. Uh, of the week and I manage that list as I go through the week. So um, to a certain extent, I do, do, do it. So, but it's, it's important, I think, to, to kind of look at the big picture things and go, Oh, I'm going to prioritize this, prioritize this. And, and I'm going to make sure that this happens, even if it's not a fun one for me, I tend to, I'm a list guy. I'm like, let's go do this one. This one will be fun and easy and quick. And, uh, then I can move on to this other one and ignore this one. That's going to be really hard. But then you find your, you know, three weeks in and you haven't done it. And you're like, Oh gosh, got to go good. Yeah. Got to make it happen. Yeah. Somebody said you should front load the, the beginning of your week with some of the heavy stuff and uh, you know, get that accomplished. And then as the week winds down, maybe get some well, of the stuff. So, yeah. It's uh, they say that uh, how you eat your meals, right? You, you eat your favorite stuff first or you eat your favorite <laughs> stuff last. So <laughs> Yeah. You get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and again, there's stuff, you know, look, when you were talking about a list, I mean, we, we, as a company, we use Asana, uh, in, uh, I don't, you know, I think it's a great opportunity, great tool to use, uh, not only for ourselves personally, but to kind of keep track on what's going on with each other and everybody on the team. So, you know, there's lots of software out there and things you can do. I mean, you can you could physically write out a list, which is what I used to do back in 1994. But you could uh, put stuff on your phone and yeah. get an and app or something. And, you know. Yeah. And there's there's systems that the businesses are using that the church should use as well. I mean, Slack and Asana. And yeah. um, there's a bunch of different tools out there to, that's just going to make your organization more efficient. Yeah, and I think so, I think we may have done a podcast on this, but if if we haven't, we probably should. Yeah, I mean, if, if you if you guys can get if your church your leadership can get, you know, something like Slack or Asana or something like that, everybody's kind of tied into it. it. It can really eliminate a lot of needless emails, and it can keep everybody abreast on what's happening. You know, and okay, so and so met with this person, good. So and so is doing this project. You know, and you can kind of keep yeah. an eye on everybody, so to speak, and and, and prioritize things. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, number six on the on your list yeah. is things top ten things to not do in twenty twenty three is do not work on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, and again, as I alluded to earlier, this may be different for everybody, but uh, you want to trust that you are if you're doing it right and you're being consistent, you should be able to get most of your stuff done in 40 hours. Uh, you know, maybe 50. Uh, I used to work with David McAllister, as you know, over there at uh, what I think it's called the bridge now, but, uh, and he was real big on this. He goes 40 hours, maybe 50, but that's it. 
And, and I think that's true. And so like the schedule that I always enjoyed, and I think your pastor does this as well, uh, which is probably where I got it, uh, is, you know, you work Sunday through Thursday and then you have Friday, you have Fridays off. And was it Thursday? And I think they do Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah, they? they have because they have Saturday service, service Saturday. to yeah. Saturday. So yeah, they work yeah. Saturday through Wednesday. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. The, on their staff. So you know, everybody's a little different. But the, the the big idea here: don't miss the big idea. Don't get caught up in this whole thing. Like, well, I don't want to work Sunday. Well, okay, but you want to be consistent and put in the hours, and then have time off. So you can, and we, I wrote about this a few months ago for pastors, you know, get the time off and we'll get into this here in a moment. So, uh, because you need that time off, you're not always running around like crazy chasing your tail. It's called burnout. Don't yeah. let that happen. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. So number seven things to not do in 2023, <laughs> do not rush through the week. So what do you mean by that? It's so easy to get caught up, especially when there's a lot going on, and there usually is if you're involved in church work, even as a volunteer, there's a lot going on, and it's easy to get caught up in things and not enjoy the experience, um, good or bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, yeah, go ahead. There's some keywords you had in the notes here that uh, that struck me, which slow down and be present in every situation because I, I am very guilty of this mm-hmm. a lot of times where okay we're I'll, I'll do it i'll be there or whatever but i'm really not there you know yeah. and um <clears throat> and you know you're just thinking about something else or or you know preoccupied with something else but this is yeah. you're talking about be present in whatever situation you're in and give yeah. people their full attention and and you're your your whole being there. Mindfulness is another word for it. I think uh, my my wife kind of uh, she kind of cringes whenever I talk about being fully present and mindful. But uh, for her, that's never I guess been an issue. But for me, it, it was an issue, and just because I was a busy type of person, going from one task to the other, and just I always had a lot on my plate, and I always prided myself in getting a lot done. But uh, you know, as you just said you sometimes miss out and you miss out yeah. on, on really the enjoyment of the experience. And even, even, even if something's not enjoyable, being able to be present and embrace, yeah. embrace the moment, even the feelings like, okay, I am sad. I'm just, dis- I'm in despair here because something happened that I wasn't, you know, it's okay to slow down and just kind of get, get in touch with yourself. I know that sounds kind of, yeah. uh, you know, it's important. My, uh, I spent what almost 30 years in the corporate life. And there was, um, a guy that, um, was somewhat of a mentor to me and some other guys that were being kind of raised up as leaders in the, in the company. And this guy was just so good at listening and being present that everybody just relished time with this guy. So he, he just had it nailed. Um, where he was, he was just fully there and, and his, his time was fully about you. And everybody walked away with like, wow, this guy knows me like, like a brother. And I only talked to him for five minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, taking a picture, which got some traction on Facebook at uh, one of the churches I was working at. And it was, uh, it was, we were done with all the pre-rehearsals and stuff and all the stuff before the service started. And it was about eight or nine people sitting in the back row waiting 
for the service to start, but everybody was like this. And if you're looking at video, I've got my phone up to my face. Everybody was just looking at their phones, you know, they weren't in touch with each other. They weren't really noticing people walking in, you know, they were just staring at their phones and, and it's so easy today to do, right. I mean, you got this little computer in front of your face and you're looking at, at Instagram videos and stuff like that. And it's just, you miss out. And in the result, you lose empathy and you lose sympathy and empathy for people. And, uh, when you slow down and embrace everything, you'll find yourself being kinder to yourself as well as others. Yeah. I can definitely resonate with that. I got a big family and everybody's guilty of that. But he's staring at their phones, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, really it's frustrating true. for me. Yeah, well, it is. Like, you know? Oh, there's something more important going on than me being in the room with them. <laughs> well, yeah, you <laughs> know, it, it makes the other person feel, you know, like they're not valued, you know. And so oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah so slow down. So uh, do right, not so- rush through the week. That was the one we were talking about. All right. So number eight, do not be underpaid for your job. So um, I found it for many, you know, the headlines out there, you know, or sometimes you get these headlines of people making pastors or making millions of dollars and all this stuff, but that's not the norm. (laughs) And the norm, I I haven't looked up recent stats on this, but I'd be willing to bet that most pastors are probably underpaid, uh, depending on the the amount of the size of their church, the work that they put in. You would think, oh, this is the CEO of this organization of 100 people. They should be paid really well, right? You know, it's kind of a, if you were to take it over outside of ministry terms, because that is the role. They're they're the leader, the head of the, you know, they're not the head of the church, but they're the, the leader of the church. Well, they, they lead the church. Or they're yeah. the lead person. Yeah. And, uh, but it's easy to uh, to underpay your pastors, to underpay your staff. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's easy because... Many times is this thing about, well, it's ministry. They're serving God. And, you know, God requires sacrifice and those kind of things. It's easy to fall into that trap. But the bottom line is these people, if they're doing a good job and they're doing what's important, then they should be compensated fairly for it. That's all we're saying. Yes. All right. Number nine on the things to not do next year. Uh, Do not believe it all depends on you. Yeah, it's it's I fall I fell into this trap, especially in Kansas, uh, because in some ways I felt like this all depends on me is this thing's either going to float or it's not, you know. And so I worked my butt off. uh, And uh, the truth is, I needed to be responsible, but I needed to also be responsible for taking care of my family and, and understanding that, hey, this is not all on me. Uh, you know, I'm raising up team people here. I've got other people in the church. Uh, yeah, I'm important as a senior pastor, or if you're not a senior pastor listening to this, whatever position you're in in your church or volunteer, yeah, you're very important. But it doesn't all depend on you. It doesn't all depend on you. I mean, you know, it really is God's church, right? And mm-hmm. so uh, that that's not an excuse to just throw your hands up and walk away and not take responsibility. But the bottom line is many times we go to the other extreme and we're just, we got this heavy burden, you know, and I got to get this thing done. And, and if this doesn't succeed, it's going to fail and it's going to be on me. And it's going to be, you know, a lot of it's pride and ego. All right. All right. So we're about out of time. Actually, we're out of time here, but we got number 10 here. Um, do not stop learning and growing. 
Yeah, we'll we'll close with this one. Uh, everybody, everybody, everybody. I don't care what what you do in life, what occupation you have, or even if you're not working somewhere, you need to really continue to learn and grow. And there's all sorts of of, of uh, ops out there, apps and and uh, opportunities for you to grow and learn about something. Uh, if you're in ministry, you know, go to retreats. Read a book on a topic you might not even agree on. You might even have some some conversations with people that hold different viewpoints than you do on certain things because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And so, uh, you know, don't stop learning and growing. It's 2023 coming up. Keep moving forward. Just watched a, I watched World Magazine and they had a thing on, uh, the elderly actually in, I think Vietnam learning a, learning a second language. Yeah. So they were all all geared for the elderly, and yeah. and they, the one of the people talked. He said, "This is the way you keep your mind sharp is you got to focus and and work on learning new stuff." Yeah, and that's very important, especially now that you're getting old. You just you got a birthday. That's today, right. So, you know, you that's gotta, right. You're getting old. All right. So there's plenty of things that will distract us from life. Uh, maybe you can add to this do not list and uh, apply it where it goes with your life. Before we leave here, Steve, we've got a great offer where uh, churches can receive a $200 donation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we are committed to ministry, so we're going to donate to your ministry for streaming your services live using our system. So no cost, um, you just create a no-cost free trial, no credit card required. And if you stream a service or stream your services, and embed the the stream on your site and have somebody show up, we'll donate $200 to your church. Now, obviously, this is for uh, new customers, people that have uh, never never done a free trial with us, uh, don't have an account with us. Just go to streamingchurch.tv and uh, create a free trial, and uh, you could get $200 donated directly to your church just for streaming a couple weekends. It's yes, that sir. simple. It's that simple. All right, we're done here. Steve, thank you very much. Uh, Glad to be here. And I'm Phil Thompson. Thank you for listening or watching the Church Solutions Podcast. Be sure and rate us, uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, the Church Solutions Podcast. We come to you almost every week. So uh, please do so. And uh, we'd love to hear back from you. Have yourselves a great day. Take care of yourselves and each other. And a happy new year.